right. You're there, right? Yeah. Okay. How do you feel that our alcohol tolerances compare to each other? Uh, you probably have a higher one than I do at this point. Yeah, yeah I, I drink more than you. It's fair, it's fair to say. So, okay. But how close do you think it is? I think it's still close. It's pretty because, close. like, I can still put down whiskey. Right, like, 100%. Straight. 100%. Like, I'm drinking on the rocks right so now. So then, for, for our game on New Year's Day, the eve of New Year's Day, like, as soon as Advance pops... We could kind of go, like, shot for shot with each other or drink for drink with each other or something like that so that we're at the same level of buzz slash drunk and then we play I each other. I do not like doing shots anymore. That's Okay, that's fair, but, like, we can go drink for drink or something like oh, that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then we play each other, and that is the... That's the Kim de Gras of our of our playing each other. Right, it's as yeah, good we as we could it gets. even do a fucking little mini podcast before. I don't know. We can figure something we, out. We could do a podcast while we're doing it. By the way, we are doing the podcast right now. I started this shit oh, early this while we were talking about it. it. <laughs> this is Satscast. I knew you were up to something, you whore. <laughs> this is Satscast episode. I'm pretty sure it's twelve. I don't know. I just brought up the fucking SoundCloud. Um, but we're here. We are recording, so that's what matters. This is Satscast, I'm pretty sure, episode 12, and we are talking about how we're going to get drunk and play each other on New Year's Day. So for all of you that thought the actual party was New Year's Eve, you were wrong. First of all... New Year's Day Eve. First of all, 2021 is literally 2021. So if you guys think the yeah, next year's gonna be better, teach, boys. <laughs> if you guys, teach, but I'm gonna try to do a wedding in this shit. <laughs> if you guys thought that last year was bad, just wait for the next year. But anyways, that is, I By guess, our way, announcement. Real yeah. quick, I know, fucking, uh, obviously, blah blah blah. For the guys who saw it in the chat, I'm getting married. I do have to say, Joel, did you see the video that I posted in Commissioner's chat? Wait, of wait, of who's gonna officiate? No, wait, no. Oh, you missed it. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, you remember that time like 10 years ago we got really drunk at a party and Danny got online and became ordained? Danny's going to be your officiant? <laughs> Danny's going to officiate. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I can be the best man anymore. <laughs> sure you can. Come on now. Of course. I've already written the speech. That's not the point. <laughs> I've already <laughs> written the speech. You have to write my own vows, by the way. That'll it's, be fun. Bro, the best part is that my my best man speech is going to be done before your vows. 100%. She, dude, she was like, hey, we're going to write our own vows. And in my head, I was like, <laughs> hey, you remember the part when I asked you to marry you where I was like, hey, I'm not good at speeches. Yeah. So I love you. I love the kids. Will you marry me? So I don't know what the fuck you want me to do. No, write. those should be, that should be your vows. 100%. <laughs> be just Dude, you, you, oh no 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 God, listen that should be the ending to it no that no 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 that should be the, the entirety of it <laughs> that should be just like remember when i proposed and i said i'm not good at speeches so i love you i love the kids let's get married and that should be your vows she fucked herself on that one she she, she dug her she own grave if i had thought of anything tonight and i looked at her i was like wubble of a dub dub thanks for the grub grub yay god yeah god the mix of two things <laughs> oh jesus all right we should make podcast probably going to mexico whatever let's do this podcast all right mexico again i'll i'll be there i won't be invited but i'll be like you know that guy in the corner you're like is joel here it'd be kind of weird really hard for about two days before i go fair oh god yes 
I'm in for that for sure. I, I can't actually follow you. Uh, that'd be really weird. But but no. I I will party with you beforehand. Like a bachelor party and fucking reception, bro. We going ham. Oh man, I can't wait. All right. So speaking of can't wait, let's, let's talk about the people that are now. Um, I'm dodging through fucking literal bottles blocking my seeing how long we've been recording for. It's only been five minutes, and I will say it seems like it's been a lot longer than that. Mm-hmm. But here we are, and. We're going to talk about the NFC West. So, the Cardinals, Arthur, are you, where are you at right now? I am here. No, I, I know that, but like in terms of what are you looking at right now? Uh, I'm pulling up standings. That's what I was hoping to hear. So, the Cardinals are 2-1. and one. I want to say they just lost a game to the Broncos, right? In a West versus West battle, AFC versus NFC. Find the fuck out. I'm almost positive that happened, and I'm sure he doesn't want us to talk about this, but it happened, so we're gonna talk about it. And also, also, yep, that's exactly what happened. Puts a notch in that. Twenty-four to sixteen. Wait, what? Cardinals won twenty-four to sixteen against uh the Broncos. Oh. Never mind. This went out direction that I didn't think it was gonna go. I thought the Broncos won that game. Yeah, no, the Cardinals won. Never or, mind. No, no, no. I'm retarded. I, I'm looking at this wrong. Twenty-four to sixteen, Broncos. Okay. All right, we're going back with my narrative then. AFC greater than NFC. Come at me, bro. AFC West better than NFC West, and that is absolutely noted by. The only win that the AFC West Broncos have this year. They're 1-2, and two, and yet they beat the 2-1 and one NFC West Cardinals. So, if the worst team in the AFC West beats the best team in the NFC West, that means only one thing. And that's that the AFC is better than the NFC. Prove me the fuck wrong. Uh, minus last year's Super Bowl. So... NFC West. NFC West. Despite falling to the Broncos, the Cardinals are at 2-1. and one. They do lead the division. The 49ers, Mickey Smalls, I believe last year he said this was going to be his revenge tour-ish kind of year. He was going straight to the top. Oh, yeah, no, he was winning the division. He was going straight to the top. So. Right, right. He's 1-2, and two, so good luck with that. The Seahawks are at 1-1. One one. They haven't played yet this week. And the Rams are at 0-2, also have not played yet this week. So the two teams at the top are a little bit, you know, they've both played the bottom two teams in the division have not, so those those could those those records could flip or something like that. But um what are your thoughts on the division overall so far? Um I mean it's really early, man. We're through like the first three weeks. So or not even through the first three total weeks. We're like through two so and a half weeks. We'll see how it goes. I know that uh Domer still has to play this week. Uh, the Rams still have to play this week, so we'll we'll see. I this division is really really cro- close to call right now. I know uh, Miggy said that he was going all the way to the top, but the Cardinals won it last year, right? Yes, I I think so far the Cardinals won it again this year, but we'll see. Man, I'm looking at the stat lines now though. Like Domer hasn't played this week. So the Cardinals has played three games, 65 points for, 56 points against. 
the Seahawks have played two games, 68 points, 438 against. So, right. like, we'll see. There's, they already have no more way. points scored and less points against. Yeah, it's way too close through, to call. Through two games, not even three. Way too close to call. Yeah, but, I mean, that's the whole point of the early season podcast, right? We call it anyways. Right. <laughs> Cardinals I, in I, six. There it is. Works for baseball and football. Let's go. Um, nah, I, it actually honestly, doesn't work for football at all. Um, I'll give it to Domer. I think Domer's going to win that division. This You're time. on drugs. He hasn't won this division yet. We're both on drugs. That's not the point. I this, <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is my shit talk to Domer part of this, this podcast. Because I fucking will. You're one-on-one. Go do something with your division. You have Russell Wilson, probably one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Right? Do something. Oh, yeah. Like, I want I want to light a fire under that man's ass because he's old as shit, so we're going to have to light a fire way up under that ass. It's got to get closer than it used to be back in the day. Get your shit together and win this fucking division. That's, that's it. That's all there is to it, Domer. That's all there is to it. I got really aggressive there, and I'm not sure why or how, but this is where, <laughs> but this is where we're at. So, um, and then, of course, rounding out, uh, so we've got the Cardinals, Niners, Seahawks, Rams, in that order in division standings. The Rams obviously lost a huge part of their defense because they traded it to me. Aaron Donald, we'll talk about him later. Um, got a hefty haul for him in future draft picks, so we'll see. Maybe the Rams are rebuilding. Maybe. Um, they certainly got a lot for, for Donald, but we'll see how that works out. Of course, as you said, it's early. These standings are almost bound to change later on. Um, but that's that's where they're at right now, and that's what we're talking about is right now. So, all right. Well, we'll, we'll go on to the NFC East. And I, I, I think I said the more things change, the more they say the same so many times last season and yet if you look at the nfc east what else is there to say you know um, i that mean was... technically technically the washington football team hasn't let up the least amount of points in the division true they've also played one more game than the team that is lower than them so that is true as well so we're just digging for content at this point people they have scored one less point than the giants that's interesting um i don't know man i'm looking at this division. they've scored a lot less points than the eagles what the fuck's going on with the eagles they're only at the bottom like it's weird that the eagles at the bottom the only reason they're at the bottom of this division is because the cowboys haven't played their game yet this, I'm looking at like football teams three and Giants two and one, Cowboys one and one, Eagles two and one. So obviously the Cowboys haven't played yet, but like this division could be just as fucking close as the West. Like if they race it out the way that it's going thus far. Well, and it was, it's it's been pretty close the last couple of years, right? Yeah. Well, hmm. well, I mean, it wasn't. Football wasn't. team one A, everybody else one B. 
Right, but 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 still, there was there were one Bs in both of those years. We also have a new-ish Cowboys user, Mister Hit That Four Twenty, uh, came back and took over. I believe it was Domer's brother-in-law was our last Cowboys user the last two years. Um, Mister Hit That's been in league with leagues with us forever, so I know he had some time issues the first time around. But he hit me up and was like, "Hey, man, my schedule cleared way the fuck up." So. Glad to have him back and excited to see what he can do with that Cowboys team. 100%. Um, and, of course, as has been the story, basically since year one, it's going to be what do you do with your team versus the best team in your division, um, and that's the football team. It's going to be interesting to see what they, what they do against that. I will say the football team, th- I feel like through week three, they have a closer split for – points for and points against and a much higher points against clip than they have had in the last year i feel the same way now i don't but know part we'll of that see, man because like he pre- you called him a goddamn choke artist motherfucker, i did and i know you pissed him off i'm so. sure i'm sure i did and you know what he listens to the podcast so good for the, good for that um i did i did and i stand by it in the first in the first postseason he did choke in the divisional round i'm pretty sure it was he lost after having gone pseudo undefeated in the, yeah, in the, in the Vikings in, Yeah, but still that guy that guy didn't cheese in gameplay, he cheesed on his roster. And even yeah. then we, we neutered his roster and he still yeah. won not lot not through cheesing gameplay. So is what it is. He lost in the first round that he played in the first season. And then he won the Super Bowl in the second season. Jesus Christ Crown XO is smooth. I'm sorry. Side it's, it's smooth as shit. Jeez, I, I wish I had some now, but I, I've been on... Let me tell you something. How do you feel about tequila? I hate tequila, and we both know why I hate tequila. Right, it's because you you hate tequila because of bad tequila. No, I hate tequila because I got personally victimized my first time ever drinking hard alcohol by tequila. And I don't talk about that shit. Right, but but imagine, but imagine, as we are going to at some point transfer from the NFC East to the NFC, I think it's gonna be North is coming up next. South, never mind. Um, as we transfer, imagine a world where your past experiences with tequila no longer exist, and it's just. And it's not cheap tequila, but it's like a mid-grade or better tequila that you can enjoy. I promise you. Like, and so, so you like bourbon and whiskey and stuff, right? Yeah. I'm gonna next time I'm up, I'm gonna get you onto some tequila that was aged in bourbon barrels. That okay. shit is fucking delicious. It's so smooth. It doesn't have that that weird reaction to tequila that you'll have where you're like, it doesn't have that because it was aged in bourbon barrels. I'm telling you. Just so you know, when tequila hits my throat, my throat closes and goes, Mamba? Yeah. No, but this this tequila will be disguised as bourbon because it was aged in those barrels. It's also disguised as bourbon, I may be able to. (laughs) Right. I'm telling you, I think we'll make a breakthrough there. But um, for the sake of the podcast, (laughs) we'll make a breakthrough to the NFC South, where 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 the Buccaneers stand tall despite getting their asses handed to them at the hands of the 
Jair Alexander Liss. Ravens. Now. So God only knows what'll happen in the future. Um, but anyways, it's again the the rankings are weird. Also because be the Saints the week before that, so yeah, on the all NFC side. Ooh, oof. Well, you're gonna have to give me that blueprint because I play the Saints this season too. Oh, it's cool. It just highlight. I I, highlight I play the I play, we we play the NFC South, and I'll be honest. We'll, we'll talk. We'll talk, dude. Yeah, of course. We'll talk. Jesus hey, Christ! Plan for you. Let's... It's very similar. It's very similar to one of our division opponents. Okay, all right, that's fair. We talk, by the way, and also by the way, so like Scott and I talk because we are basically brothers, and so we're obviously going to talk about you know opponents that we play. You guys are more than encouraged to talk about opponents that you play with other people that you feel like you formed a bond with. So there's there's nothing. There's nothing against if you play a guy and you figure out his schematics. There's nothing stopping you from sharing that with other people. There might be reasons that you wouldn't, because you don't want to give somebody else a competitive advantage. We get that. But if it comes down to, like, you notice some tendencies, there's nothing against you guys talking about that. And obviously, the Saints' dependency, because Kamara was the leading receiver in the league as a running back last year, one of those might be like, hey, you should target him um on all passing downs so regardless so he you beat him right that's that's his one loss um so the buccaneers i don't know who their one loss is to i do know that they it's it's like look at these splits in points for and points against rich i'm calling you out jesus christ what are you doing 64 points for and 123 against but we'll get to that. Um, well, this is the part where we can't pull, like, call Rich out and he reels off four Exactly. Exactly. Part of the reason I'm calling you out, Rich, is because of the podcast buff that we've been over before. You're going to absolutely tear people apart because of me saying that shit right now. Even though, like, so the Bucks though, at 2-1, and one, have a negative point differential, which is, I know something that Taylor is not, doesn't appreciate. Um... The Saints' points differential is absolutely fucking ridiculous. So, looks early on as though it's going to come back down to a Buccaneers Saints for that division. The Bucks are two and one. The Saints are two and one. The Panthers are one and two. The Falcons are zero oh and two. Until the Panthers reel off four straight wins, they could. Well, love a dub dub. Could happen. Well, love a dub dub. Um, but that's even you rich. We always believe in you, Rich. I just don't want to believe in you when you play me because then you fuck me up. So that's the way that goes. Um, the Saints' first game, I think, or se- <laughs> the Saints' first or second game, I forget which one it was, was against me. And I only remember that game because so, – so I work with Kobe, who is the Titans user and a good friend of the Falcons user, Oscar. And <laughs> – I think he was my first game of the season. I think I had a second. And Kobe came up to me at work, and he was like, dude, Oscar's talking a lot of shit. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, he's talking about he's going to beat you and everything. I'm like, dude, I'm going to put his ass into the fucking ground. And he's like, I know. But, like, he's... he's I know. (laughs) So, I laid the smack down to Oscar, and he's 0-2. Also, I'm pretty sure, for everyone that's curious, and not pretty sure, I'm positive, (laughs) fucking Kobe told Oscar straight up, 
Oscar, the Falcons user, Strafe HD, if he wins five games this season at all, Kobe told him he would just straight up cut Derrick Henry. Just release him. Now, I obviously think we would probably, we, we probably take some issue with that. Let that happen, we wouldn't let that happen at all, but I want to let that fire under Oscar's ass. If that guy wins five games, we're going to have an interesting podcast discussion. So, um, that's that's kind of... podcast discussion until he signs with the Ravens. I swear to God, I'll blow, I'll blow up with this lady. I almost did it. No, no. no. So, NFC South is... The two and one Buccaneers, the two and one Saints, the one and two Panthers, the zero oh and two Falcons—kind of the same thing that it was last year, right? Again, talking shit about Rich because we want him to do something. Talking shit about Oscar because we want him to do something. Let's make this division as wacky as it was. Let's make it more than a two-horse race, shall we? Um, so we will move up to the AFC West, and once a fucking again. The more things change, the more they stay the same. Although, the splits are a little bit closer if you're looking at the top team. The Chargers are 2-0. 71 points for... I thought for. we were looking at the NFC North. Did I totally skip the fuck over them to the I NFC turbo North. skipped the NFC North. My bad. Mostly because I don't want to fucking talk about Brock's stupid-ass fucking Packers team. Goddamn bastard. Anyways, um... Actually, and that is, to be fair, the NFC North is maybe the... It's definitely the most interesting division we've covered so far because there's two 2-0 two teams at the top. And you've got the Bears at 1-1 one one, who finalized a trade to trade away Mitch Trubisky, 27-year-old superstar quarterback, in this alternate timeline that we are operating in. Where, where Mitch Trubisky fully it's realizes, fuck it. yeah, no, fuck you. Let's not talk about it. Here, you want to talk about a snipe Jair Alexander from you? Only if you can actually pronounce the name. Jair Alexander. Oh wow! How's that? Third time's the charm. Want to see another one? Yes. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Oh, oh, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yeah, that's how it's pronounced. Antetokounmpo. 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 Is it? Anta Takumpo? Anta Takumpo. Anta Takumpo. Well, you've educated a Bucks bandwagon fan, I won't lie. Like, I'm, I'm a Pistons fan, but I fucking love Giannis. Like, I love him as a player. It's the same way that I love Josh Allen. Like, I'm not a hey, Bills man. fan, but I love Josh Allen. We got rid of Paxton and Foreman, so we'll see. Mm. Wait, what? They're gone? Yeah. When? Oh, yeah. Fucking couple months ago, dude. Oh, well, shit. Pax and Foreman are gone. Who's Who replaced yeah. them? Um, I don't remember. I can't remember dude's name on the GM. Level. Honestly, it doesn't even matter. They're gone. That's the big thing. Yeah, no. Um, We got Billy Donovan as our fucking coach, dude. Mm-hmm. So, I knew that much. Yeah, I gotta remember. I know the dude, I believe he was from the Nuggets. But either way, Paxton and Foreman are gone. So fresh start for the Bulls. Hopefully, Mr. Reinsdorf will do what he did with the White Sox and realize, holy fuck, I'm about to die like another championship. 
Yeah, I would hope that, except that he needs to do something more in free agency for the White Sox. But that's yeah. a that's an entirely different we're, we're, podcast that we can make. Different podcast that we'll get to someday. <laughs> One so, day. Yeah, honestly, that we'll talk later. Back to this podcast. Right, right. So, so what are your thoughts on the North? Well, looks like <laughs> looks like Cass got the Lions turned around. Um, I don't know. That game was starting off. I know they had an <laughs> internet issue, so that's going to end up getting played tomorrow. So mm-hmm. be interesting to see because it's 73.4, 76.4 Lions Packers respectively. And then and they're not giving up any points on defense. Both that's, of them, 17 that's points. That's disgusting. And, but we'll see. We'll so, see. I, um, I can't wait to watch Experts that trying to trade away all of his defensive players. So we'll see if the points against stands. Um, you know who's not trading away all of their stupid, fast fucking linebackers that they draft right before me would be KS with the Lions. <laughs> and so that's a that's a game and on and that game when it lagged well, out it was it was too, tied, right it was now. close. Like, no, it wasn't tied, but it was close. With those guys, oh for like, sure, for sure, for sure. So every time he gets a linebacker that's fast, I'm like, son of a bitch. I'm just I'm just looking forward to this year because he's already drafted the two fastest middle linebackers. Unless he's gonna run a fucking like a three eight, a three eight one, like there's no way that he can draft more fast linebackers, right? That's the hope for the rest of the league. Is he's already got his two fast. Here's linebackers. the problem with your hope; he already has them. Right, but that's my point. Like I can get the other ones now. <laughs> it's okay. Um, you can have the scraps. There's never any left. <laughs> you can have what's left. There's never any left. Um, but yeah, so that game was close. If, if not a tie game, is a one-possession game when they disconnected today. So I fully expect for that game to be close again today, and I expect for when they play each other again later in the season, more of the same. They're going to be two great users. They're going to have their rosters both developed a little bit more, but that's the point. It'll be kind of developed equally. So it's 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 the division is in either Detroit or Green Bay right now and it's up to it's up to the Vikings and the Bears to reach up and seize that. And so far that's not exactly been the case. But again, we'll see that the Bears are trading Mitch Trubisky and they're going to go in a different direction. So we'll, well they already have Cam Newton on the roster. Right, right. So apparently Cam's the guy. We'll see where that goes. Um, and if you, if you have Cam and that's your guy, then you should trade Mitch and you should get something for him. So, and he all you know it's not for nothing. He acquired Jalen Mills from the Titans. So got a piece that he thinks is valuable and thinks he can probably just do the same or better. I would hope he think he'd do better with uh, Cam Newton. Um, and then you've got the Vikings at own two. Not a lot of points for, a lot of points against. It's been a rough start this season for them. You got weapons, though. I mean, Dalvin Cook is at, at least among the best halfbacks in the Justin league. Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. Like, they've got weapons there, so you'd expect to see them rebound as well. Um, And then we will finally make our way to the, uh, the spoiler alert AFC West, because I spoiled them a hot minute ago. And because I fucked it up, I'll let you take that over for the AFC West, yeah. <laughs> so the Chargers are two and zero, the Chiefs are one and one, the Broncos are one and two, and the Raiders are zero and three. 
So be interesting to see how this division goes. Right now, the Broncos are scoring the most points for, but the Chargers have, like, the most points against not allowed. So... That's not true. The Chiefs have technically allowed less points. Oh, I guess they have. They've all... Yeah, yeah, I guess they have. Um... They have also scored way less points, though. True, and the but the two teams at the top have not played their week three games, so true should be noted. So we'll see. We'll see how this division goes back and forth. I honestly believe the Chargers are going to win it. That's my guaranteed, almost favorite out of it. I'd like to see if uh, if the Chief. Broncos or Raiders can catch up. I know the Broncos have kept it close with them. I know Corey's had a lot going on in his personal life. Um, I know Ramrod with the right team can hang in there. So it'd be interesting to see, but right now I think the Chargers are winning that division. Yeah. That's fair, and this honestly might be the the shortest amount of time we spend on a division just because we've seen it play out so many times. Right, I mean, it's oh yeah, the teams haven't changed, or the owners haven't. This has been one of the most stable teams in the league in terms of outside of the Chargers, but I mean, even he's been here for a year plus, right? Um, exactly. Well, it's season plus, so I think this is one of the most stable divisions, and even through the changes, it really hasn't changed. I mean, through the ownership changes, like the the results haven't changed. So, I'm I'm with you. I would. I would put the Chargers at the top there. I don't think they've been as dominant as they've been in the last two years. Um, But I still do think they're favored to win that division. Um, They just, they have so many weapons that it's ridiculous. And I I just, I I think I'd just straight up say they're the favorite to win the division. Again, once you get to the playoffs, anything can happen. Um... And also, it's ridiculously early. So, favoring them to win the division now might not mean the same thing that it would mean to podcasts from now. Um, but either way, yeah, I'm with you. And there's not yeah, a whole lot. podcasts from now, we could be talking about somebody completely fucking different. Oh, 100%. We, we will be talking about people completely different than what we're talking about now. If it's not this division, it'll be something else. So, but yeah, there's, there's outside of what we talked about, there's not a whole lot to say. Um, again, the more things change, the more they stay the same. Chargers 2-0, Chiefs 1-1, Broncos 1-2, Raiders 0-3. So the Chargers and the Chiefs both have yet to play their Week 3 games, but they sit at the top, and the disparity between the top and the bottom is, is pretty huge, as you will typically see in divisions. Um, so we're looking to see how everyone rebounds from the first three weeks. There's all sorts of statistics. If you watch like NFL Live or things like that, there's the stats on how teams like that start 0-3, what their odds are of making the playoffs. Teams that start 1-2, 1-1, 2-0, things like that. There's, there's no 0% chance to make the playoffs for any of those teams at this early stage. So... Some of them, certainly, it's more of an urgent thing, like you need to get your shit together and go forward. Some of them are in a better position. Uh, but the point is, season's not over for anybody just yet. So this will be an interesting division, as they all will, uh, to look forward to going forward. All right. Oh, shit. 
Have you have you gone over to the AFC East yet? Yes, I have. <laughs> it is it's a tale of one team and the other three so far. And none of them have played their week three games yet. So that's interesting. This is gonna get th- this podcast will be posted for most of you very early Wednesday morning. It's a Wednesday evening advance. So so far, none of this division has played their games. Uh, but there couldn't be a starker difference between the top and the bottom. You want to take that for me? Um. Yeah. So the Jets are two and zero. The Bills are zero and two. The Patriots are zero and two, and the Dolphins are zero and two. So, I mean, it's not over for anybody, but. I mean, one of y'all got to win the game, right? <laughs> I mean, or not, depending. Um, it is, it's, it's weird because I feel like the, did the Patriots, the Patriots won the division in year one, right? Yeah, in year one. And that's the same user. Mm-hmm. Gr- granted, granted last year, the Jets, the Kingpin won that division handily. He beat me. I sort of beat myself, but he beat me in the divisional round in the playoffs or wild card round. I don't remember. I think it was wild card round. It had to be. Um, either way, he won the division. Went to, I think eleven and four, and eleven made, and five. Eleven and five. Yeah, because eleven and four is not possible. Eleven and five, um, and made the playoffs. So last year it was kind of just like oh. The Jets and the Kingpin are actually winning the division. He was awful the year before. What's going to happen? But now it's kind of like, well, year one was rough for him. But year two, went 11-5, and won the division. Year three, started 2-0. At some point, you got to put some respect on the man's name. And so that's, I think, the point that we're at. The, The divisional teams that he's going up against defensively are not great. So it's easy to score points on everybody but the kingpin, looks like. Um, but it's also early, and, and, and really, like you said, so it's the 2-0 Jets and everyone else, Dolphins, Bills, Patriots are 0-2. It, it comes to a point where it's like you got to win a game, right? And the Jets, IRL, should know that more than anybody. Actually, they're winning too many games right now in real life. Um, but it's just like it comes down to you, you got to win a game. And, and I think that these three teams will. I don't think there's a single one of... The, I don't think Dolphins, Bills, or Patriots are going to go 0-16. I don't think no. any of those teams will. Um, but this is the starkest difference we've seen. And it, it's also kind of weird. It must just be scheduling. This is the first, and I'm pretty sure it'll be the only division we've seen that'll have a 2-0 and team at the top and an 0-2 teams at 2-3-4. and So... That's that's interesting, if nothing else. But just goes to show the AFC East is on notice. The Kingpin came sort of out of nowhere, but handled himself very well last year, and he's off to a strong start again this year. So if you want to win the AFC East, it's not out of control, but you're already two games back through two weeks. So something's gonna something's gotta give. Um. All right, and then we will move on. I, I, do you have any other thoughts yet on the on the? No, East? I I think the Jets are gonna win it. Um, I think the Pats have the next best chance. We'll see what the Dolphins and Bills do. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's that's who I'm calling out for right now. I think the Jets win it ultimately. That's fair. 
and I'd agree with that. All right, so for the AFC South, um, we have the. It's an interesting mix here. It's 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 close to being top heavy. I mean, it is top heavy. Uh, you've got the again. I don't know why because winning percentages are weird, but not everyone's played their games. So right now, you've got the Titans are at the top at two and one. The Colts are behind them at two and zero. They haven't played this week. So if the Colts can go three and zero, they would be at the top. You got the Jaguars at third at zero and three, who have played this week, and then the Texans at one and two at four. So those teams should be swapped. The Jaguars should be at the bottom of that division and at the bottom of the entire league because they are winless. Um, but that's kind of what you've got going on right there. The Titans' one loss was a close loss to that Washington football team that's beaten everybody. And so I, of any of any one-loss team, I think the Titans are the strongest just because oh, definitely. their one loss was to the football team, and that was a close game. And I talked to Kobe after the game. I talked to him today, actually. And it was like it was an interception late in the game. I talked to him. He's like, "Yeah, I fucked it up. Like that's 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 where the game turned. Because that's what the good users do, right? You can't make a mistake against them. Oh no, definitely not. And so, so, but that being said, that was a very close game. And so for that to be his only loss, and for his point spread to be what it is, I think even through, even if the Colts win their game if they play their game by the by you have to play your fucking game by what is going to be tonight by the time you listen to this um even if the colts play their game and win i would still favor the titans to win that division just because he's he's come out strong he he went to the super bowl last year and i don't know if he played i know the colts made the playoffs i don't know if they played each other but I, but I do know that the Titans were ultimately the AFC representative in the Super Bowl. So, I would sort of favor him. But that being said, the Colts are obviously a, a very strong contender in that division. And sitting at 2-0 technically behind the the Titans in the division, although I don't know why because percentages would put them above. You know, there's there's a lot of room to talk about how good they are and, and what they can do. And again, that's that's one of the more intriguing matchups, I think, in, in terms of the division in the NFL is that Titans-Colts matchup. Um, so both of those guys I would expect to perform down the stretch. It'll be fascinating to watch them play each other. Th- those games are going to be very highly anticipated because it's like, well, you, oh, no hold, doubt. you hold the, the tiebreaker against your divisional opponent. That could... Like, that could be huge for not even just making it to the playoffs, but seeding within the playoffs. Um, And then you've got the Jaguars at 0-3 surprises me. Um, Elk has been pretty solid the last few years. The last two years, I felt like he was always in that discussion, especially after he got Jimmy G from the 49ers. I feel like he was tearing it up. And so... 0-3 is a pretty slow start for him, as well as a 1-2 start for the Texans. Um, although Texans are under new ownership now, right? Yeah. 
Um, and yep, the that was Rager, old Dolphins user. Um, he left for a couple weeks because he had some stuff he had to handle, and now he's back. Mm-hmm. And it was a pain in the ass for me to play him as the Dolphins user. So, armed with um, a couple, couple good draft picks, I would assume with the Texans the last couple of years, I'm sure he'll do some work with that team. Um, but that's that's where it comes again. Surprised to see the Jaguars at 0-3. The Texans as a team, not surprised to see them on a 2. Rage as a user is a little bit different, but just with the way the team's been the last couple of years, that doesn't surprise me. Um, and the Titans, the Colts at the top. So, again, there's a lot of this season to play out. We'll see what happens. Um, but, but that's the way that division stands right now. And fuck it, you've got some things to brag on, so I'll let you take over the conversation Actually, about the AFC North. I was going to let you take it over because i got to pour myself a drink real quick because I was mm. looking at points for and all that shit and we're about to argue. Okay, dope. So, then I'll do that because I don't have to pour myself a drink. I can just run to my fridge like 10 feet away from me if it comes to it, but... Oh! We're going to talk about this. Oh, it looks right. Uh, so, technically speaking, the AFC North goes Ravens at 3-0, Bengals at 3-0, Browns at 1-2, Steelers at 0-2. Again, the Steelers have not played their game this week. So that is what that stat differential looks like. He's pouring himself a drink because the Ravens at 3-0 have 99 points for and 70 points against. The Bengals at 3-0 have 135 points for and only 50 points against. So by those metrics, the Bengals are better than the Ravens, period. End of story, straight up. Bengals are better than Ravens. That's all there is to it at this point in the season. Um, also, it should obviously be noted that does not account for strength of opponent that doesn't account for a lot of other variables so what i'm saying as the Bengals user is i'm not trying to oversell the fact that i have scored more points and given up less points than scott i'm not trying to oversell that there are a lot of variables that go into it but i'm also not Underconfident. It'll be announced in chat, I assume, soon that the Ravens have traded for Jair Alexander. He's going to be the number one cornerback there. Humphrey's going to be the number two. They've got a ridiculously good slot cornerback. The secondary is going to be dope, but the pass rush is great too. I'm just in a position where, like, that's all well and good, but I'm not too scared about it. Like, but I've also. I've played Scott so many fucking times that it just, there's, even when I know he's going to pound my ass into the ground, it doesn't terrify me. I'm just like, I'm going to play, and because because he hasn't done that in a long ass time. Like, there'll be the odd game here or there, where, and there's been the odd game here or there where I pounded his ass into the ground, and neither one of us, like, take it like, oh, he's got the leg up on me now. It's just an off game or something like that, so we, we always play each other close, by and large. And as much as I think he's he had a great trade go his way, I don't think that's going to mean the difference. I think we're going to still play each other close, and I think I've got a, as good a shot to win as he does anytime we play each other. And I 
think he would probably say the same thing. And um, if not, you know, that's his hubris talking, and it's fine. But the point is, Bengals-Ravens, 3-0. This division is going to run through one of us. It has run through the Ravens two years in a row. There's no questioning that. Um, but it's it's as as stands right now, it's going to be one of the two of us that wins it. And frankly, as stands right now, the one that doesn't win it is probably still likely to make the playoffs of the wild card because the bottom half of the re- the division is just offering not a whole lot of resistance. There's rebuild factors that go into all of this. There's a lot of talk to, you know, Ravens 3-0, Bengals 3-0, Browns 1-2, Steelers 0-2. The, the Browns and the Steelers, there's talks of, you know, the rebuilding. I know for the fact that the Steelers were really, really negatively impacted last year by uh, Ben Roethlisberger just retiring out of nowhere. Uh, but Kendrick Wiggins, their running back, is just an absolute stud now that they drafted. Well, they also did trade for Drew Locke. And they traded for Drew Locke, and that was recent, too. That was this season, right? Yeah. So they've got they've got things going. It's their own, well, too. They're, right, right. They're zero two, but they also have to play yet this week, so wouldn't be surprised if they went one and two. And then the Browns are one and two, but they played me this week, and it was. I mean, I've got a great team that I've assembled, and I'm not going to talk down about that team. So, a one and two start when you've played. Has have the Browns played you yet, Scott? No. Okay. So I was. Gonna say if they had played you, well, their two losses were to me and you, so that's good. <laughs> but even still, one of those could be one on one. They could be two on one if they'd played somebody that wasn't, you know, a Bengals team. That again, I'm not gonna talk down about. Like I, I, I like what I've got going on. So the Browns and the Steelers at this point, they're they've got a rough start, especially when you're looking up at a three and zero Bengals, a three and zero Ravens. Of course, it's a rough start for them, but they've always got the opportunity. Both of the Brown, both Browns and Steelers, both of those users have beaten Scott and I, straight up oh, yeah. in games. So there's, it's not to say that like things are over or that they can't make an impact in the playoff picture or things like that, or that they can't challenge for the division because they could. But it does come to that point where you've got two three and teams in your division. Those two teams are only going to focus on each other, right? So you have got to, as the three or four team, you've got to give them a reason to focus on you. Even this early on, it sucks, man, because we're only like three weeks in. Even this early on, sometimes you got to just get up on your horse and get there. So, um, but yeah, I don't. I, I talked a good bit about your acquisition and all that good stuff. I don't know if you want to say anything else on that. Um, no, I'm just happy to have acquired something and to be able to afford it and place it in. Um, I really just I wanted to plug something else in on defense. Like, I lost an X-Factor when Campbell retired. Um, it, it'll be nice to have Humphrey, Humphrey and Alexander bumping next to each other with, you know, Mac, Judon, Brooks, all those guys you know, coming at you at the same time. Well, I hope so, you're ready for Aaron Donald because he leads the league in sacks. Well, Gil Warner. So, Gil we'll Warner's going to get pancake like everybody the fuck else. We'll see. We will. We will. And I'm looking forward to it. Honestly, I am. We'll see you in a couple of weeks.
right in like a couple of days realistically yeah a few days but yeah we so but, uh, obviously there's been an arms race the <laughs> there has been there's no other way to put it i don't know marquise i just he just didn't fit didn't fit the scheme doesn't fit what i do right yeah that's fair um but right so that kind of uh but that... we'll see we'll see uh <laughs> interesting state of the league for so far cool to see where some some teams are some teams aren't um but we're only three weeks in so a lot of shit can change a right. lot of shit goes fast and comes at you before you fucking know it. So, and honestly, so I know that that uh, expert, our Packers user, had talked about trading Jair, but I can tell you that our Rams user Naruto did not talk about trading Aaron Donald at all with anybody until I hit him up. So, what I mean to say is if. You're seeing some of these. I will say I hit him up too, but that yeah. was also probably six months before you did. Right, and he told you to fuck off, and he traded him to me. So, yeah, yeah. That's, but but then you got Alexander, and Brock told me to fuck off. So it's fine. Um, all that, all of that, say, reach. If you think that there is an earth-shattering trade that you can make that will just put your team over the top, just reach out to that guy. Right? What's the worst case scenario? He says no. Never fucking know, man. I mean, that's it. That's it. I look when I when I talked to Naruto and I was like, "Hey, what do you think about trading me, Aaron Donald?" I fully expected him to tell me to fuck off, and then he was just like, "It'd have to be an offer that blew me away," and then automatically it was like, "All right, well, I'm prepared to blow you away with an offer." So that's that's a point. Like, just. Get in contact with people if you think there's a, a piece or two that could just put you over the edge. Hey, man, just go out. Go go all out. Like, that's... I We want to see a competitive league, and we want to see guys that are engaged in their teams. So, go all out. If you feel like there's something that your team is missing, figure out a creative way to get that piece. Um, but otherwise, yeah, that's the, uh, that's the state of the league so far. Once we get into the later episodes, I know this one's going to be a shorter one, but once we get into the later episodes, there'll be more to, to go into in terms of stats, in terms of like teams that have actually played each other. The, the league, the, the narrative will have developed more, so it'll be easier for us to drag out some content. As well as if you don't want to see a two-hour podcast, well, this one might fit your bill because it was only uh, it's less than an hour. So... um. Now, with that being said, I think that's only the second time I've said it tonight. Uh, Scott, do you have anything else that's you want to say? That's way there? more than the second There's no way. Time. That's one thing I'll add. It. Bruh, every division. Count them out, guys, please. Somebody somebody that listens to this shit tomorrow, count how many. Y'all a bunch of haters. Y'all a bunch of Do you have anything to close us out? Um, The Ravens' real revenge tour starts now. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. We'll see what happens. That's some guys. weak shit. That's some weak shit. Yeah. That's, uh, well, I'll see you in two weeks. So then we that's fine. But like, that's some weak shit to cl- the Ravens real revenge tour. Are you gonna fucking? Are you gonna beat Kobe? Yes. Yeah. 
Your revenge tour is one team, motherfucker. Well, hey, you could have a revenge tour if you could get out of the first round. Yeah. But I won't, so I don't declare revenge tours. Not anymore. I learned my lesson. <laughs> I learned my lesson. Yeah, exactly. Not a revenge so, tour. It'll be interesting to see where it goes. Actually, uh, I, I, I did declare the Joe Burrow revenge tour. And so far, it's been a success. We hit a road bump against the Bills' defense of all fucking things. But offensively, it was like an eh game. Defensively, it was a holy shit if we could do that again game. Um, but the Joe Burrow revenge tour rolls on into a bye week, and then it will face... You know what? I don't care how many X-Factors you put on the field. And neither... Two? Uh, neither well, does Joe yeah, Burrow. It, 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 it ain't even that crazy, bro. I know. But it is, and you know it is. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm aware of what it is. So, but yeah. I know what it is. I built it. <laughs> I built this. <laughs> See this thing? I made it. <laughs> well, no. Uh, let me be well, honest. Other here. people built it. I maintained it. and added. Other people built it and you harvested their goods. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no. So, I think it's been a good start to the league. I think that, um, I don't know. It's, it's sort of, it's hard to say this early, right? It's like... You want to say there are teams that are front runners and things like that, and obviously there are front runners always, but it's so early to try and commit to to one front runner or another, or even to one concept or one team or or one philosophy things like oh, that. Yeah. But um, but that's what keeps things interesting, and that's what makes these early season podcasts so much fun is that we get to talk about the teams, even if you started off zero and two, like there's still a shot. You know, look at. The one thing I will say to every user is look at your games, whether they were wins or losses. Like, look at what you did. Think about it. Like, what could you have done differently? What should you have done differently? Things like that. That's how you get better. That's how you get better, especially when you have a healthy, competitive environment that I think we have here. And as a commissioning team, we've done a we've done a good job, I think, and we've definitely put in some work to make sure that things were competitive and fun while making sure that they weren't cheesy or crossing boundaries and things like that. So, um, with all that being said, make sure that you guys take care of yourselves, obviously. Look what you're doing. If you feel like you're having a rough time, reach out to somebody. That's another thing I will say. I don't have any problem talking to somebody if we play each other and I win and they talk to me like what they could have done differently. I don't have a problem at all talking about situations like that. I know, Scott, that you are the same way. So talk to some of these users. If you if you play somebody and they beat you, talk about them, about the game, strategy, things like that. If you think there's something to learn, again, not to be patronizing, you, you may be a grown-ass man and you can handle yourself. That's fine. But if you feel like there might be something you could have done differently or you want to know about how your opponent would have reacted if you'd have done something differently, just reach out to them. Um, that'd be the one, one tidbit of advice that I would give at this point. So do you have anything else before we close out this podcast? Uh, no guys, you keep playing your games, please. Um, get them in and let's keep this fucking thing rolling, man. Cause so far we have a great thing going and I just want to, want to see you keep moving that way. Don't want to slow down like any more than we have to. Well said. All right. Well, um, that's that's all she wrote then. Uh, as that's always, all she wrote. 
That's all she wrote. As always, <laughs> as always, you guys, make sure that you guys take care of yourselves, especially in the times that we're in right now. And again, as always, if you can, make sure you take care of someone else as well. Um, for Filthy Hand 74 Scott, uh, this is J-Dog for Joel. We're signing out, and we will see you guys around next time. Well, love, dub, dub, we got Jair Alexander. You can go fuck yourself. Uh, I-